Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Why, Mark Lawrence. It's so nice of you to be welcoming to me today. Subpar host of the show. Strikingly handsome. Uh, no, it's not. De- oh, it is December yet. I'm obligated. Say, you are strikingly handsome. Does that take care of that? Stan, <laughs> Stan what do you think about that? Well, I, Okay. <laughs> if it's an I don't obli- know if I caught all that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Joe saying. Whatever Joe says. Joe right. said I was strikingly handsome. <laughs> no, I said you look if like you. So. I said he looks like he's been struck handsomely. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll go with that if you say so. <laughs> Stan, that laugh. So. <laughs> you could portray Santa. <laughs> yeah, no. Have you ever, have you I'm, ever I'm d- working on the belly for it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You seem to have the spirit for it, and you love you have the spirit of giving to Republicans anyway. So, <laughs> I, wait a minute, wait a minute, Mark. I have never given one dollar to any political campaign ever. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's not really what I meant, but uh, <laughs> I, I meant just the, the, of sharing your and and with everyone you share your good opinions. So that's very uh, well. Some people think they're good opinions, others not so much, but hey, whatever. Uh, So what prompts your call today? (laughs) Why did I call today? Oh, I'm going to really stir the pot today. Oh, good. So, uh, now this data is, they just did a, a news organization did an investigation into uh, California and the release of criminals early. And they've released thousands of pedophiles early, beyond before their sentences were, you know, completed. Now the data is only up to 2019 because, according to the article I read, for some reason that they uh, there's a firewall that they can't check any uh, more recent data yes. in the, into the program. It's a Megan. They go over the Megan Law uh, database for you know sex offenders, child offenders, you know, child pedophiles, and all that. So they have released thousands, you know, I think up to 7,000, I think they said, before, in less than a year, they've served in their sentence, okay? And because of uh, California's easy-on-crime policies. A lot of them came out of L.A. County, from my understanding, from what I read. So my question to everyone on the left, do we think pedophiles being released early is a good idea? Well, I don't, but I agree with you, I'm Joe. That's a simple question. <clears throat> but for some reason, the left is so enamored with, you know, gender-affirming care on little kids, releasing pedophiles. They want to normalize pedophilia, seems to be. You know, you got this major company. Uh, oh, crap. Can't even think. It's Balenci, I think it is. You know, having their ad campaign with, uh, you know, images of uh, 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 
bondage and and, and other stuff, you know, pedophile cases and stuff. The stuff's all the images are there if you look for it, and you know it's pointed out. But what Valencia is trying to do is they're suing the ad company that made the ads. Now I'm going to ask you a question, Joe. If you hire an ad company to do an ad for you. Do you look that ad over and approve it before you release it, or you just let them release it? Well, unless you're an idiot, you review it and make sure that it's good, <laughs> and whether it meets well, all the legal criteria required. Right, but Valencia is suing the ad company and the photographer saying that they they put this out there without their approval. Hmm. So either somebody's lying, or they are complete idiots. But that's my question. Why is the left so enamored with this sexualizing little kids? Because that's what it, what it boils down to. If you've seen anything about the Balenciads, they got a little girl holding this. It's a teddy bear dressed up in bondage gear. you know. And then there's <laughs> other ones where there's court cases about pedophiles and child pornography and stuff. The Supreme Court cases there, putting that out there. And another one with a book where a guy promotes pedophilia and all that kind of garbage. So I don't understand it. Uh, Somebody has to help me because I do not understand it. What kind of a book promotes pedophilia? You're saying this is... Well, it it was an author. I I don't know the guy's name, but he wrote a book (laughs) basically promoting child pedophilia and that kind of stuff. Oh, boy. Stan. It's not a bad thing. Stan, 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 Stan. (laughs) I I can't imagine anybody would write such a book or that anybody else would publish it. Well, it's it was on it was in the picture, okay, and I don't remember the author's name. You'd have, I'd have to look it up there, but it's in the picture with with a, with somebody promoting their their okay. clothing, their clothing line. Right. You know, so the, 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 I'm just, I'm just asking. I don't understand why this is happening and and what their end goal is, but it seems to be promoted from high levels of the left. And you know, Kim Kardashian, which we all love, Kim Kardashian, right? She is one of the spokesmen for Valencia, but she hasn't really come out and condemned it. So I don't understand why. Maybe it's because she's making millions of dollars from them, and she doesn't want to upset the money cart. I, so somebody's going to have to explain this to me, why, why this is happening and why the left seems to think it's okay. Well, there is a self-published book called The Pedophile's Guide to Love and Pleasure, and it was written by somebody named Philip R. Graves, and it's for sale on Amazon. Okay. I don't, I don't think that's the book, but you know it could be. I, but but you know that stuff's out there. Well, it's because, called. You know, it's subtitled. Free press and it, all that. It's subtitled a child lover's code of conduct. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty wow. pretty sick, don't you think? Well, I don't know. I've read the book. I would say on the surface, the title makes it sound pretty sick. Sounds like a nice beach re- <laughs> beach read. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the stuff's out there because, you know, the First Amendment and everything, right? You know, it, it, well, the they, speech they that we don't like, the speech yeah. that we don't like is the speech most in need of protection. Well, and that's true. And, okay, they put it out there. My thinking is you got one sick person writing it, who's buying it and reading it? Other sick people. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So that's all I wanted to put out there. I figured I'd stir the pot with that a little bit. So, y'all have a great day. 
All right. And enjoy yeah. the day. Thank, thank you, you, sir. Thank you for dumping on the uh, floor and you. then leaving. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey, laughs> All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. If folks know the rest of the story about that and your reaction or more information, feel free to call in. Uh, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We should start to get some uh, information back about studies for early release of individuals, whether it's in California or elsewhere. Plus, I think uh, as the pandemic was raging on in 2020, Pennsylvania released uh, some individuals early. So, you know, now we're going to start out to find out what we can look back and see what the recidivism rate is and whether that was a good idea, whether it was worth the saving. Yes, supposedly, but are are they still? Well, okay, so nobody's getting hurt by them. uh, Well, nobody had been violence, but... uh, Assuming they haven't progressed to bigger crimes. Are they still criminals, per se? I mean, are they doing other crimes? You know, was that a good idea? Um, You know, early parole. So that is something the uh, Democratic governor, Tom Wolf, did, and he and his Department of Corrections, a lot of folks didn't like that. So they wanted to reduce the amount of COVID in the prison, so they used that as the stepping stone for that. Was that a good idea? What are the results that came from that? That might be a good question for us to start to get answers to in Pennsylvania. I was more interested in lying Joe Biden yesterday and the White House press secretary claimed that he had been to the border because they asked whether or not he was going to accept the invitation uh, to go to the border from the new House speaker. Mm -hmm. And they and Corinne John Pierre said, oh, he's been to the border and everybody knows he has since he's been president. Everybody knows since he's been president, he has not been to the border. Hmm. Didn't you know, he go to Albuquerque or something nearby? Well, that's point? not going to the border. I don't oh, know. I see. I don't you know mean the, he hasn't to, been there to see the situation to for go himself. on the front lines where CNN did, is posted. I always remember there were some people in Germany that when they found out her rumors of the atrocities used to say, if only the Fuhrer knew, like saying Hitler wasn't aware of this stuff, that people oh, were doing dear. it in his name. I think that's what Joe Biden's trying to perpetrate here. <laughs> you know, oh, no, well, I didn't I, know. I didn't know. I, you know. Uh, well, Chris said something interesting. Interesting yesterday that uh, all these millions of people coming over the border from Mexico, and the number is in the millions, we know that to be true because X fraction of them get stopped. We don't know the exact fraction. But saying they're all asylum seekers, and I, I, I think that may be true for many of them and for some of them. You know, that I think we can stipulate that. But are, are they all asylum seekers? Some are work seekers. Some are fleeing to get out of town, get out of Dodge, which would be Mexico, so fleeing from the cartels. Are they all asylum seekers? I, I can't imagine that that's actually true. And regardless, there is a very specific process to enjoy legal asylum seeking. It does not involve trying to assimilate into U.S. culture or you know make your way around the country to find jobs or whatever. Well, and the big news today, though, of course, again on the President Biden front, he lied he yesterday, and, right? That he and yes, and John Pierre did. She said he's been there. He's been to the border, and since he took office, which we know is not true. But uh, tonight, while the rest of us are struggling to buy uh, spam at the grocery store, the president and President Macron will be dining on 200 live Maine lobsters secured for the event. Uh, and the pastry chef is preparing exotic Macron's in town tonight. Yes, for a state dinner. So, you know, the rest of us, this is sort of like Marie Antoinette, only it's let them eat lobster. Let them eat cake. (laughs) 
And let's see. So that's President Biden uh, and uh, Macron. And the royals are up in Boston, too. So some of the... Uh, oh, yeah? Who's up there? Royal Prince. Um, Kate and... Oh, Kate and her husband. Well, they're not royal William. anymore. They're formally royal. They're no, no, those are the other ones. Oh, that was the other ones. Yeah, okay, they're in yeah. California. That's Megan. That's right. Yeah, Megan st- is the And strangely, they're not going to see each other. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, they're not going to be... <laughs> Not going to visit. So I guess well, I, I guess, guess the that, rift continues. That ship has sailed. Yeah, that is a royal row. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Well, we're starting out uh, this morning with open phones. We'd love to hear from you. Anything you wish to ask us about? Tomorrow is Financial Friday, so Bob Garrett will be here. We'll use the opportunity as a send off for Art Thomas, who's chair of the chamber, and he'll be moving on. And uh, Mr. Bart's still going to be in the area. He's just his term is chairman of the chamber is up. I think I was pretty clear about that. You said he's moving on. It makes it sound like he's leaving the area. All right, fine. Joe, the literalist, said, (laughs) and Bob Garrett will be here for 30 minutes and 30 minutes only. He's not staying the entire day. Did I imply that also? Yes, you did. All right, that's fine. (laughs) 1-800-795-9565 on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. It is open phones, the topic of your selection. What would you like to talk about today? Give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6. 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the Mm. mm, out of auto repair. All right. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com, and you can text us at 70236. And uh, the president's spokeswoman said that the president had been to the U.S. border since, since being elected. Since okay, being elected, right. which we know is not true. But he's been to the border in general at some point, right? I don't think he's been to the border that that I can recall. Ever. I don't recall him going down there during the Trump administration and saying anything about what was going on and how (laughs) wonderful it was that the people were being stopped. Well, he was probably there during the Nixon administration, and he's still (laughs) relying on that memory. Well, that's not since he's been elected president, so... (laughs) Nobody was elected to senator. Well, I don't know. Apparently, this doesn't is really matter. It's obviously a debacle, so it doesn't really matter if he goes there, unless you know, unless but he, he should. If, seals if, off the border. It's if, not going to help. If the reason he he isn't doing anything about the problem is that he doesn't perceive the severity of it, then he definitely should go and see for himself. I mean, say what you want to about Fox News, but they're not staging this stuff every day. They're you know they'd have to have a <laughs> staff of ten thousand Mexican-looking immigrants to come across the border every day so they could stage it. But they're not. I mean, you see these people, and it's largely young, unaccompanied Well, that's what they do, do, though. They've hired the uh, BIPOC Theater Ensemble to 
portray oh, are they the same group illegal. That, are they the same group Jones hired to portray the uh, victims at Standy Hook? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a different different group. Uh, those were uh, different kids. But I mean, wouldn't you if you if you were the president and you heard there was a serious problem, wouldn't you want to go take a look at it? I mean, he flies into no, areas that I are devastated. No, I would see it in person. I would just trust all the. But I Mark, would trust the entire planet to telling me it's broken and go from fix it. Political standpoint, he flies into every disaster and stands there and commiserates with people and talks about how bad it is. Yet, when, where there are people who are actually being hurt by these folks streaming across the border illegally, he doesn't want to go see them and help them come to grips with what it is they're dealing with. Right. So, yeah, it's a shame, too, because it, it will really hurt the Democrats in the next set of elections if you if you have this huge un, unrepaired problem not fixed yet. You know, even if you are allowing, you know, I think Chris has a, a point, let's suppose it's what two or three million a month is that what it is now i don't know uh, that it's that high but it's close uh, whatever the number is thousand. even if they are all asylum seekers you know they're all approaching the u.s illegally and coming in illegally and then they get captured and and claim asylum all right so that's fine but you got to seal the border i mean think of anybody could but and there are people from all over the world coming across it's not just individuals from mexico yes. all right we have and some what folks. does that do to the people who are waiting in line legitimately trying to get into this country who, who have something to contribute well, they have, have something been, to contribute they haven't been thrown under the bus they've been thrown under the bulldozer yeah, i'm sorry well, you literally, don't no, you don't the steamroller they yeah. have been rolled over so royally. all right on the topic of the macron state dinner one of says, our good listeners good says, morning gentlemen bill from greencastle here i wonder if cake and ice cream will be served for dessert at the state dinner for macron's visit uh, they had the picture of the pastry chef on uh, the news <laughs> media this morning holding up a plate and then the main chef holding up a dead lobster and then they had pictures of the lobsters that were being served with their claws taped i can't believe that an environmentalist jake like joe biden would support that and well, then maybe been, they're farm-raised lobsters. No, no, he's been blasted by the main by the uh, one of the senators from Maine over his failure to meet with the uh, folks who are lobstermen, claiming mm-hmm. that the Biden administration, which promised to support them, is actually driving them out of business. Well, that's not good. So you know, All here right. we go. Anyway, one of our texters says, the only foreign nationals that can seek asylum on our southern border would be Mexicans. All others must apply at U.S. consulates in their country. There is no asylum treaty that allows just anyone to seek asylum after illegally crossing the border. They must seek asylum in the safest neighboring country. The supposed asylum seekers are being coached by leftist organizations to say that they are seeking asylum. Okay. Well, yeah, they'd definitely get help. They would have almost have to have it. Most people probably wouldn't have the knowledge to know how to properly seek well, fortunately, asylum. The administration did take one aggressive action. They stopped them from wearing the T-shirts that said, Joe Biden told me to come here. <laughs> <laughs> come on now. All you right. do remember those T-shirts, don't you? They were right. quite prevalent of the world. Right, yeah, Fox News published. You don't see them anymore. Yeah, Fox them. bought them and handed them out to right, the people. To make down the president there. look bad. <laughs> Do you have another fairy tale you'd like to share with us Upper right-hand corner. All right. Stan, Stan, Stan. Always making outlandish claims, but you can never remember the source. Don't you have better things to do? And please, spare us your litter. Literally. 
<laughs> All right, and here's another one. All right. Oh, well, no, there's not another one. All right, here we're getting it. There you go. All right, what's the point of Biden going to the border? He won't do anything about it anyway. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Thank you for that email. <laughs> yeah, I, I think just being there, well, he's in Washington, and Washington's going up in flames, and he doesn't, he's there. So you'd think, so being there has nothing to do with it. He, he doesn't have the wherewithal and the interest in fixing it, whether you've seen the problem or not. I, I guess it wouldn't hurt if he saw it. Maybe he'd take it to heart. But you have to have a, you know, the Democratic strategists have to have a sense that this is going to hurt you in the midterm elections. I think people definitely don't want, uh, you know, sort of the Trumpian Republicanism to come forward. But a secure border is has been talked about by people on all sides. Well, the midterms are over, so the next presidential election will be the right. next well, opportunity yeah, the, for it to actually election. hurt. But here's the problem. What do the Democrats expect to gain from it? In other words, what is President Biden hoping to secure uh, in the way of a benefit from allowing people to stream across the border illegally and unchecked? You know, there has to be something. Now, talking about in, uh, impeaching Mayorkas, but Mayorkas is only doing what he's been told to do. I mean, he doesn't make the decisions. He's <laughs> not is, the shot caller. He's been told to stand down. Yeah, well, I think he has been told to stand down. Yeah, might be. You know, and that, that, that's bothersome because he's, in effect, been told not to enforce the laws he took an oath to enforce. Well, yeah, I was just going to say that means he's impeachable. But why isn't President Biden impeachable if the border is too porous? Isn't upholding U.S. immigration laws part I of your... I would think it's part of the job. Part of the job. All right. I think he should at least go take a look at it. And if he thinks there's nothing wrong with it... But I think if he went down there and saw it for himself, he couldn't justify not taking action. And I think that's why he doesn't want to go. And so Jereen St. Pierre, whatever her name is, says, oh, he's been there since he's been elected. But she can't give a date or a time or a place where he was there. Okay. Okay, Google. Was President Biden to the U.S.-Mexico border since being elected? I know nothing. Here are the top search results. Oops, I have to turn the phone on. And what does it say? Uh, nothing. That's right. There's nothing there. <laughs> no, there's a lot of talk about it, but, but nothing, nothing is there. Okay. Right. What was his destination? How did he get there? If he threw Air Force One, maybe he took the bus down. He's been to Scranton a couple <laughs> times, it says. When the president goes somewhere, it's he's always accompanied by pool reporters. There's always a huge presence on the right, ground we would beforehand. Know. We would we, know we get if it. he had been there. <laughs> All right, upper so right So for hand. her to actually stand there and lie about it is absurd. More text. All right, Mark, obviously large illegal numbers won't harm the Democrats in, in the election. Look at what just happened. Democrat voters seem to have their blinders on. Well, I think, I don't know that people thought immigration was on the plate in the last election. You know, I, I think they may think it is uh, other in, things are more important right abortion when you and can't the economy feed, when you can't feed like your that. family you, you know yeah i think uh, that was on the mind of people but you know at the same time people wanted to sort of get that anti-maga stuff going in the midterm elections too so i think that was a factor well, that's always going but to be a But the immigration, I don't even think it was brought up during the midterms, was it? I don't even remember anybody talking about it. It was on the radar of some folks, mostly Republican voters, not Democratic voters. I mean, they, I, I can't, I can't. other than the fact that they might eventually gain some citizenship and be allowed to vote, I can't imagine what the Democrats would expect <laughs> that they're gaining from this. And I think Stan is right. Democrats definitely have their blinders on. I, I think if you vote for anybody who's currently in Washington, associated with Washington, wants to be in Washington, 
you have to have your blinders on. Your suspension of disbelief has to be amazing. Why would you keep electing the same buffoons over and over again and then expecting something different to happen? Well, I mean, They make us look stupid as voters. The problem is that nobody's being held accountable for the problems. You know, they all want to pin it on somebody else. If you ask Bob Casey about the border, I'm sure he's going to talk about, well, the President Biden inherited a mess from Donald <laughs> Trump. You know, he's not going to say, well, here's what we ought to do about it. Mm. And, you know, it cracks me up that Biden is saying about, and, and uh, Karine Jean-Pierre has said the same thing, about the Republicans don't have a plan. Well, the Republicans aren't in power. The Democrats have the White House, the Senate, and the House for the past two years, I don't think people and are they've done nothing about it. I don't think people are requiring the Republicans to have a plan now that we're between elections, but when well, elections are coming up, it's no, always they're a asking, good idea. She's specifically asking where the Republicans' plan is. Uh, this is from a new listener. Right okay, there. more gaslighting by the lion Biden administration. Okay. And the rest I think we've read. No, no. No? Uh, so-called asylum seekers, if allowed in, are sucking money from the U.S. taxpayer, while we have homeless citizens receiving absolutely nothing. Nothing. That's and this true. Is the, this is the last new one. Oh, we got a caller right. on the line. Okay. Dale, you're on the mark. I'm sure you'll have some wise insights to this particular topic yeah, of conversation. Well, at least I unique. Mean, I can basically see through anything, I told you. That's why I wasn't voting <laughs> in the last presidential election. Both Superman. Yeah, both of them were pedophiles. That's why I had no vote. You know? Okay. That, I mean, that's what's happening right now in this country. Atheism taking over. I mean, before you used to say... If someone touches you, you say something. Now, not even, you know, now our president is touching people right in front of the cameras and they're telling you, no, it's, it's just friendly. I mean, come on. I mean, atheism is run wild. Atheism, I mean, no. Every one of our judges in a high, higher courts are all pedophiles, too. Oh, they are? Well, that's startling news. Dale, you are a they, person Basically, of... that's who, who puts them there, the rich and powerful. That's the only way you get in them positions. You don't get in them positions, for being honest. So, I mean, I just want to say, you know, <clears throat> the pedophile thing needs to stop. That's pretty, that's, that's beyond the pale. I mean, we just kill people for that. That's nuts. And uh, all the special interests is all going to these billionaire uh, pedophiles. I mean, that's why they're letting these uh, migrants come in and separate their children. Because it's supply and demand. That's all it is. Oh, man, we got to cut you off, Dale. Well, call back if you need more time. This is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you, sir. I don't think of Dale as a person of faith, but he's concerned about atheism. Well, that's true. He is. To be His eye is on the sparrow. One of our listeners says, doesn't matter what Chris says, the vast majority of asylum seekers are not eligible. They all need to be deported, says one of our good listeners. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m. This is CBS News on the News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We're enjoying open phones. We'd love to hear from you today. Sunbury Motor Company, our sponsor. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. So far today, we talked about the Democratic left and releasing individuals uh, too early from prison. We don't know the recidivism rate on that, but it uh, might be interesting to now that we have some pandemic numbers behind us when early release was part of the pandemic response. Maybe uh, we could see how some of the individuals released early have fared. Talked about the lobster dinners. That <laughs> seems Joe has Joe been out of shape, even though they spend an exorbitantly ridiculous amount of money every single day down there. But this particular day was worse in Joe's view. Uh, immigration. If they really wanted to save some money, they could have served cheeseburgers. Oh, there you go. Or go to Five Guys. Didn't President Obama Five, like that yeah, place? Well, I like Five Guys. Okay, I don't think I've ever had one. Oh, their burgers and fries are delicious. Their sodium levels are through the roof. So Probably, I think that but would <laughs> turn me away. So, uh, let's see. Immigration, Your loss. illegal Your loss. immigration, asylum seekers, and the porous U.S. border. Why isn't that impeachable? Uh, who was it that said uh, Kevin McCarthy said they're going to go after uh, Mahorkas because of this porous border? But why not impeach the president? He, he works for him. Go to the top. Uh, That's so, right. Uh, As a friend of mine used to say, don't mess with the he- tail when the head's alive. There you go. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. It is an open phones day. Uh, we have open phones right now. All four lines are unlit. So if you've waited for a time where you wouldn't have to wait to get on the air, now is that time. Our toll-free line open, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 702. Always include the keyword OTM. And we have four new texts, so we'll read those on the radio. Power outages caused by weather in the tens of thousands yesterday and last evening. Uh, now we still have 450 people without power in the Point Township, Mahoning Township area near Danville. About 1,000 people all the way from Llewellyn out in uh, Schuylkill County to Oriental in Snyder County in the Port Treverton area without power. That's uh, basically a stretch between there and uh, that's about a thousand PPL customers without electricity there in lower Northumberland County, Upper Dauphin, Lower Snyder County, Juni- Upper Junietta County and Schuylkill County. Uh, winds out of the t- west at 26 miles per hour were clocked yesterday at the Penn Valley Airport, Sealands Grove, but some independent individuals uh, said they clocked winds faster. State Representative Linda Schlegel made it official yesterday that she is running for state senate to replace the resigning John Gordner. She'll participate in the Republican caucus uh, to determine who will be uh, nominated to serve in the election uh, for a state senator. The state senate seat is currently vacant. Jake Tapper, the CNN host, journalist, author, and cartoonist, who knew, spoke at a packed house at the Wise Center for Bucknell, or at Bucknell last evening. Tapper was the second speaker in their ongoing series, The State of Democracy. He said the election in 2020, believe it or don't, was legal. There's nothing I said just now that I like I think is even like legitimate like open to debate. The election was legitimate. It's been litigated, there have been court cases, people who have been everybody's been allowed to present their evidence. Why are we still that's a, that's a 
cover. Regardless of the opinions of a minority, he said the majority of voters trust the election process. AP reporting today the state Senate Wednesday began what could be the long process of forcing Philadelphia's Democratic District Attorney Larry Krasner from office. Members of the Republican-controlled Senate formally received impeachment articles from House impeachment managers. Managers read aloud in a ceremony after senators were sworn in as jurors. The impeachment is part of a wave of efforts across the country to remove progressive prosecutors over crime-fighting policies amid a rise in violent crime nationally. Krasner has not been charged with any wrongdoing. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals rejected the Biden administration's request to reinstate the president's student debt relief plan. Some 26 million Americans have applied. Loyola Law Professor Jessica Levinson says the main question in this case is whether the plaintiffs have standing to sue. The main legal question in this case is whether or not the plaintiffs have standing to sue, meaning whether or not they can even go into federal court and challenge the Biden administration's policy. Don't you hate that one? (laughs) They put the part of the transcription in the intro. All right. So, yeah, so that uh, student loan, uh, as you might uh, think it would be, remains on hold because of illegality. He knew it was illegal. He just did it to get votes. Right, to get votes, right. That, That could be right. I can't read his mind, but that certainly seems like a feasible plot for somebody who's trying not as sharp as they once were. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is the start of Dress Member. Uh, today is the start of Dress Member. Women around the world are encouraged to wear a dress every single day in December to help raise money and bring awareness to women's issues, particularly human trafficking and exploitation. It is also Rosa Parks Day, one of Joe's favorite things to study about uh, when he was studying history, honoring the civil rights hero on this day in 1955. She, she refused to give up her seat. the bus. She wouldn't go back. What uh, Birmingham? No, nope. Montgomery, Alabama. Montgomery, I tried to remember. And the fine? $30? Nope, 10 10 okay. Well, yeah. that's what AP says anyway. Anyway, all right, so today is Rosa Parks Day. And finally, a man wins a lawsuit that forced him to be fun at work, or that was forcing him to be fun at work, but he sued. You do not have to be fun at work, even if the boss tells you to. A court in France has ruled in favor of an employee who was fired for refusing to take part in team-building activities that included enjoying alcohol with his co-workers. He said the mandatory happy hour session. Geez, you can't get half the staff here to get out of happy hour. And <laughs> No, I'm just, I'm, that is a funny joke. Come on, folks. Anyway, he said the happy hour sessions were excessive and humiliatory, humiliating and led to crude nicknames being applied to each other. The company's been ordered to pay the guy 3000 bucks in damages and they might be on the hook for 400 grand in lost wages because of forcing him to participate in team building activities that included drinking alcohol. Did they fire him? Yes. Oh, because he wouldn't participate. I'm sorry. You're no fun. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> we only hire fun people fun around people, here. Right. Well, how did you know? You did a lot of hiring over the years. You always you hired some really spectacular, fun, super smart, great people who were really. Yeah, but I always told people, and this is exactly what I said to them. This is a non-traditional workplace. Mm-hmm. People here say what's on their mind. They kid. They joke. You know, sometimes you might consider it crude or offensive. You might hear a cuss word. But I said it's it's a lot easier for me to try and find somebody, you know, be straight up front with you and tell you what it's like around here than it is to try and change a culture that works very well for this organization. 
Brian, women have always been, uh, we've always had, had more women, more women than yep. men here. Yeah. So you were certainly honest in that regard, making sure that the best person was hired. But I'm um, seriously, if you, if you can't get around, I mean, this is a, uh, these are extroverted people in this industry, <laughs> you know, as you well know. Yeah, nobody's wondering what somebody in this building's <laughs> thinking. Right. I mean, because what's on their mind is on their tongue. So comes out. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think it makes for a better, more harmonious workplace. But if I t- took somebody who said, oh, I don't know, I don't like all this kidding around, I don't like all, I don't like being... I heard the F word. Well, I heard somebody, somebody swore yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, if I put that person on the staff, it's going to be... So you warned them up ahead. I warned them up ahead that what the place was like. And I said, if you don't think you can take it, this job probably isn't for you. Right. All right, 1-800-795-9565. I've only been able to work here for 30 years, so I've somehow managed, managed to put to up with that. It, right? I may have perpetrated one of those cussing situations, too. I'm not sure. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Well, look, at Lynn's been here for quite a few years. She's managed to survive. Longer than me. Yeah, she, <laughs> <laughs> she just said F, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I read off her tongue. I'm not sure. All right. Yeah, may have had a you after it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, oh, no, no. She is uh, just a fabulous. Uh, yes, she and she I is. get along swimmingly. All right. 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners says, Dale isn't that far off on some of his comments. The human trafficking of kids is being overlooked by the government. Check out Project Veritas. Latest investigation. Yeah. Whoever sent that text 100% spot on. Uh, well, gover- Dale wants to finish. Uh, there's lots we could do to cut down on human trafficking that we are not, and that is the truth. Dale, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling back. Yeah. Before I hung up, you said a smart remark about I'm not a person of faith. So you must be, <laughs> you must have been searching for God because I never searched for God. I ne- God found me. A wise man always said, you can search 30 years for God and you probably never find him. Priests search for God. God found me. He's a thousand percent true. So, I mean, be careful how you tread lightly on people's what people believe in. I mean, if you're still searching, I hope you find them. I don't think you're going to find them. So I just want to make sure you just clear that up. I know God's real. I don't need to question that. I said I didn't know if you were a person of faith. Yeah, yeah, Mark. You threw a little snarky remark. That's all right. It was a It's just a question. That's fine, Mark. It was an observation. I see through everything. I see through everything. Oh, that's true. You and Jerry Jones. Yeah, the coach of the Cowboys repeated over the weekend that he can see around corners. That's around part of corners. his leadership stuff. I thought, oh, that's pretty good. Well, I think. All right, well, thank you. I don't believe All right, Jeez. You, you seem to have offended. Jeez. That is a high bar. It, it wasn't right. snarky. That's another it was snarky just an observation. Well, man. yeah, you never know people's faith when they call in. I All have right. no idea what this man's <laughs> faith is. Joseph from Milton's on the line. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yes, uh, thank you for taking my call. <clears throat> Uh, in this day and age that we're living in, when everybody is so concerned about the eco- ecosystem and the environment, and uh, South America, you hear about burning off the, uh, the rainforest and life-giving trees that give oxygen for us to live. You know what I'm saying? My, my, my question, oh, I'm wondering, why are they not concerned about the millions of fir trees that are cut down at the time of the winter solstice in honor of the God of Christianity? Uh, to sacrifice them and to bring them into home and deck them with silver and gold. And then after the Christ mass season, they throw them out or burn them and put carbon back in the air where these trees were giving off life-giving oxygen. Did you ever wonder, uh, did you ever wonder why they do that at a certain time of year? 
Did you ever wonder that? Well, there's probably no, no decorative, really. you know, it's purely decorative, and it's probably, you know, it's an interesting thing. There's probably nothing that we do that decorative that doesn't leave a carbon footprint. Certainly, well, harvesting, yeah, 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 certainly yeah. harvesting Christmas trees would be part of it. But at the same time, uh, Christmas tree harvesting is 100% sustainable. It's a renewable resource. Once you cut one down, guess what you do? You plant another one. Right. So the carbon footprint is reduced. Yep, go right ahead. Yeah, well, I was asking a question, but you had me cut off. Right, because you don't listen. I was listen. asking Joe, he's a history buff. You know uh, mythology. You know the Saturnalia in ancient Rome. Mm, and it brother. even goes back It goes back to Babylon when Nimrod was cut down. <laughs> and then he reincarnated oh, through Tammuz <laughs> as the Every tree, time the evergreen tree. And <laughs> gifts were given and so forth. And Perfect. that pagan custom has been carried on down through the ages and of course when people come into the church they wanted to keep those pagan customs and so the church allowed them to and that's where we come up with the christ mass tree all right You're fantastic come as a big shock to yeah. you but i i have uh, never at christmas time mentioned the name of nimrod you must be a blast uh, at christmas because you time. don't know the history on it obviously well obviously i don't well now if you check now you're a bible buff too i'm sure Jeremiah chapter 10, he says, don't be moved at the signs of heaven as the pagans are. They go out, they cut a tree, they bring it in, they deck it with silver and gold. Don't do that, he says, because it was in honor of a pagan god called Tammuz. You can read about him in chapter uh, but nobody, 8. Nobody of, is out honoring ancient Greek gods at Christmas time. We're honoring the birth of the Savior. Well, and no, we're doing, you're not. Yes, really. we are. Yes, you're, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. You may not no, be, we're not. but we are. You aren't, but we you're are. You're perpetuating a pagan right. myth right. by bringing it up, where the rest right. of us the are honoring our Savior. You're not to do that, according to Scripture, according to the Word of Yahweh. <laughs> no, you're, you're not, not to do that. that. But you defy him in doing that. <laughs> Oh, you know, that's exactly you what went through you, my mind when I put up the Christmas tree. Don't serve me the way the pagans serve their gods. Where's the Nimrod By the means tree? and methods that the pagans <laughs> use, don't do that to me. Where's the Nimrod the switch when you need it? to do those things to Yahweh. All right, we got you. All right, thank you so much, sir. That's yep. No, hey, Yahweh or the highway, you right? You got that in again this year. <laughs> Every year. A little old Nimrod. All right, back to immigration. All uh, right. Lower right-hand corner. Joe. High illegal numbers is doing nothing good for inflation, an election issue. The government continues to spend money it doesn't have, causing the rise in inflation. 100% true. And the executive branch is tasked with enforcing all federal laws, and Dementia Joe <laughs> is the top guy and ultimately responsible. Also true. And the source of the pedophile release was an article on Yahoo News, not exactly a right-wing news outlet, so look it up and prove me wrong. All right. All right. Well, the, the Pedophile's Guide to Pleasure is certainly a book I don't think should be in the public library, do you? Mm-hmm. I don't like to ban books, but it certainly shouldn't be available for anybody to get their hands on. And I think we should probably follow a person Oh, it home should be banned, it. right? Whoever checks it out should be followed home. One of our good <laughs> listeners always comes up during Banned Book Week and uh, talks about books being banned. Where would Nimrod stand on that? He would ban. Yeah, would he, he would, would, he's a he banner. Yep. 1-800-795-9565. This would be a great time to take a break. So if you are interested in calling us, now is your opportunity. one 1- 800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I... 
I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30. 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. Mm. out of auto repair. All right, welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone. We've talked about Nimrod, immigration, yes, interestingly l- enough, lobsters. Uh, Nimrod yes, has not been, uh, as a form, form of history, Nimrod has not been attested in any historic non-biblical registers. Records are kingless, including those of Mesopotamia itself. Historians have failed to match Nimrod with any historically attested figure. Okay, fabulous. So Nimrod is a figment of the imagination. We got it from Yahoo News. It's supposed, Is that to, be, Yahoo News? It's supposed to be Yahoo News. No, it's Nimrod News, actually. All right. Uh, one of our listeners sends us a note up a right hand. Says corner. the Democrats are for pedophiles? Really, Stan? There are a few nuts in the Democratic Party, but not near as many as your Ultra MAGA party. Your calls are ridiculous, Stan. A new hobby is in order. All right. And i got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street, Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. He invites you to do what I've done during the afternoons of my day's office. Hang out down at the Quick Lane. You're in and out of there in just a few minutes, and they take fabulous care of your vehicles. Nitrogen for tires. They'll pump you up. Uh, they do body work. They'll get you in shape and take care of any scratches that you have on uh, your hindquarters there. And they'll make sure <laughs> your hindquarter panels, they'll fix them. Yeah, well, where did I get these scratches on my hind quarters? <laughs> I think, well, maybe you backed into a uh, something in the garage or something. And they take care of your inspection, too. Shortly thereafter, they'll wash your vehicle and make sure that it's perfect to go. And they'll rotate your rubber, too, to make sure it's perfect. They are open Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 6 p.m. These boys do a lot down there, don't they? It's busy pl- yeah, Women, it's too. It's a busy place. Women, too. Saturday, uh, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's the quick lane. SunburyMotors.com is their website. Uh, they're selling Ford, Hyundai, and Kia, and they got great inventory right at the moment. They also have a worker shortage. If you're interested, they're down about a half a dozen people there. So if you want to be a technician, entry level or otherwise, first job, career chain, you, you name it, they'll do it. And they got a couple of two, three of the Ford Explorers uh, down there. I saw the Ford Explorer Sport version, which is ultra fast, but uh, they also have uh, some of the other versions there. There's a hybrid Ford Explorer that's offered now as well. But uh, yeah, Copilot 360, the truck they have me driving in right now has that. I wouldn't say I've figured it out yet, but it seems relatively simple. Anybody can do it. And uh, 25 miles to the gallon on the highway, about 18 miles to the gallon in the city, and price tag uh, is between uh, you know less than 60000 but definitely in the, the $50,000 range for a souped-up uh, Ford Explorer at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. Al, thank you for waiting through our brief commercial message. You are on the mark. Thank you. Uh, I have a piece of paper here in my hand that I'm going to read, and it's a quote from First Peter four fourteen. No, we don't allow and reading. It, we don't allow reading of uh, scripture on the air. 
I can't memorize. I'll you can summarize it. it. You okay. can summarize it. Yeah, do if it from memory. If you are insulted for the for the name of Jesus, for the name of Christ, blessed are you for the Spirit of God is upon you. And you guys can all argue about that, but either one of you could be entitled to that or not entitled to that. It's really not up to you guys. I got amen, you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay. It's up to the Almighty. But that's but, not why uh, you called. Or is that why? That's all I wanted to say about oh. that. It's just weird that this piece of paper is in my hand because I I had it in the house and then all of a sudden, you guys, I was wondering what the call call, call was about and I looked down there and that was there when you guys were arguing about Nimrod. Okay. So, no, we weren't arguing about anyways, Nimrod. Anyways, <laughs> when I hire people, I used to tell them you start at the top of the ladder, then you work your way down. Um, but I'm a painter, so oh, the young brother. guys got to go up there and <laughs> do all the scraping and sanding at the top. Funny. You were and speaking the literally, of course. Down below. You were speaking mm -hmm. literally, naturally. Yes, literally. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. And then if they couldn't hack it, I would call them Klingons and uh, tell them that anybody can quit a job, but it takes a real man to get fired. You've been trying hard for three days, but I don't think you're going to be safe up there. So. Oh, okay. You know how that goes. Well, you want people to cling on the ladder, though. <laughs> no, not you, you got to paint more than two feet at a time. Gotcha. Mark. Okay, you, you got to be able to paint with your left and your right. We were going to have a contest, but that never came about. Okay. <laughs> I got you. All right. Well, I'll be doing some wallpapering, so I got to get busy. You got All right, your have fun. got your Christmas tree up yet? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Well, <laughs> but mine, you know, mine's a decoration, Salute and it reminds me of the times. Like Fine. you guys were right on on that. Okay. And, you know, people are taking things too serious, but you got to remember who the Almighty is, and, and that's what a, where it all counts. And I've always looked at life as a, a like a dress rehearsal for the big show. And the big shows if and when you make it the eternal life with, you know, that's the big show. This is just a... This is just the, you know, the practice. Dress rehearsal. Right Dress rehearsal. All right. Thank yeah. you so much, Al. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Uh, Bob from Pax Sinus, PA. Thank you for calling in, sir. Yeah, good morning. As far as I know, most of the Christmas trees today are recycled anyway and turned into mulch after um, they're picked up in the city where I live at. And yeah. it's great to give out uh, mulch this last season. And as far as the uh, people in prison, as a former prison guard, uh, just because people were in there for um, uh, pedophiles or whatever they call them, it's, they're not actually charged for that, but they just have pornographic stuff on their computers and they're charged for the same crime. They're not out molesting children. So actually, them being released, they are still on probation for many years after they get out of prison, which is saving taxpayers money. And as far as the COVID-19 goes, Ex-President uh, Trump passed that on to Mike Pence, if you remember, just like the wall was passed on to Kamala Harris. So it's not that Joe Biden's not working on it. He passed it on to Kamala Harris, just like Trump did the virus to Pence. Well, I think that's that's okay. You can pass it on to whomever you want. You're still ultimately responsible. The fact is we don't have a secure border. We have millions of people coming across the border illegally. We know that to be true because we catch a we fraction them. of them. <laughs> and so, um, you know, it's, it's still his responsibility. It's, it's like you, Bob, when you were that prison guard, if you released an inmate, you'd be in trouble, but your lieutenant would be in the doghouse, too. 
because they're supposed to keep an eye on their staff. So that's the president's supposed to keep an eye on his staff, whether you're talking about the vice president or anybody else. And as far as the border goes, there's no way to ever secure that. Oh, yes, I there mean, is. I think you can put a fence up and down it all the way across it, and they're going to find a way over it or under it. Well, that may be true, but, but... You don't make it easy for them, Bob. Right. You certainly can. We can deploy some best practices to try to seal the border. President Trump had the idea that a fence might help. Other people said at the time that an electronic, uh, uh, you know, surveillance and situation would help. But, uh, yeah, you, you just have to make sure you're doing everything you can. And, and it's, you know, it's funny because inflation was a factor in the last in, uh, election, and millions of individuals entered your country illegally is highly inflationary. Drives up education costs and health care costs and a yep. wide range of other costs. Crime. Puts a burden on the taxpayers. I agree. All right. We got Fair you. Enough. Thank you so much, sir. All right. In one minute for Mr. Joseph. Good morning, sir. Uh, yeah. My question quick is, where did you get that information from? It You said Nimrod wasn't mentioned anywhere in history or something. I got it from a source, an historical source. Well, uh, your historical source is absolutely wrong. No, it's not. It uh, says no historian yeah. has been able to okay, identify no him. No, no, wait, you, you wait a second. You wait a second. Forget chapter 10, section 8. What I said was outside of biblical references, no historian has been able to identify Nimrod in any text or list of kings or of anybody else in Mesopotamia and other places. He has not been identified and accredited historically outside the Bible. That's what I said. And the Hislops to Babylon you'll see where he mentions it quite a few times. And it's because of people's ignorance of the Bible and Nimrod's row at the Torah of Babel, which comes down to Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots, in the book of Revelation, which is the Catholic Church and the Protestant daughters. <laughs> wow. You're just so... You're <laughs> yeah. just, you're just, it's a fact. You're just so it filled with fact. love. The Catholic Church is the mother of harlots. And they're called so-called Protestants. <laughs> I think the the other word, the grace, is, has slipped from your memory. There's supposed to be some of that in your faith too, but no, that's just not me. in Joseph's faith. Uh, you know, you don't hell. understand Bible prophecy, and no, and you're gonna, you, you just don't understand. So Excellent. anybody who disagrees with you doesn't understand. How about no, that? If you disagree with the Bible, you don't understand. Well, we're not disagreeing with the Bible. With we're disagreeing with you. <laughs> Vehemently. Well, I'm I'm agreeing with Scripture. Well, that, so you say, but not my scripture. There, how many well, different versions of the Bible yeah, are there? <laughs> how many different versions? How many different? What version of the Bible are you read? All right, moving on. They're like fifteen. There are about five or ten other versions of it that are have a yeah, lot of credit. It'll mention Nimrod there. It'll mention the Torah of Babel. It'll mention the Great Horror of Babylon. You didn't listen to what we said then, because what Joe said is that there's no extra Bible mentions of Nimrod anymore. Well, he doesn't pay attention. So. But obviously, you can <laughs> find okay, him in a hundred places. That, but the, the biblical references, and there are extra biblical references in Dr. Heslop to Babylon. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Noted. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling back. All right. 1-800-795-956. Somehow, la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la doesn't up. seem appropriate, does it? <laughs> yeah, Joseph. Fall a lot, a lot, a lot, and fall a lot. Okay, I don't know. All right, one one eight hundred seven nine five nine. Sucks the joy right out of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Our LED Christmas lights just got a little dimmer in here. Yes, they did. All right, we'll be right back. 
right. an algorithm is Al Gore dancing to music, it's, it's right? Funny, we've solved a lot of the nation's issues <laughs> off have. mic. We just unfortunately wasn't on the air. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. I am Mark Lawrence. I portray a very bad liberal on the radio. So if you are an actual liberal and you want to set me straight, feel free to call in. And uh, Joe McGranahan is our co-host here, and uh, he of course is a good conservative, but he's a natural-born listener and uh, likes to hear all sides before he dismisses them outright. Lynn Hall's our great producer on the other side of the glass. We're enjoying an open phones day. Aside from the Nimrod interruption, we're enjoying immigration conversation. Uh, and uh, I think everybody so far has held uh, President Biden accountable, although one listener does say that uh, individuals are allowed to seek asylum in the U.S. So what's your view on that? Hey. And let's see. Lobsters, what did you say? 200 lobsters? 200 lobsters for dinner, for dinner tonight. Well, everybody gets one, right? So there's going to be, what, 300 people there? No, there are 200 if they're, everybody gets one. Well, but not everybody wants a lobster. A lot of people like other things. There's got to well, be a I poultry selection. I don't know. If you go to a state dinner, you eat what they serve you. Well, there's you? probably a menu choice. Probably they, picked from a menu. I don't think so. I think okay. that they're, if they're preparing it, you eat it. Joe knows. Having never been to a state dinner, he's able <laughs> to determine the proper procedure. I've been to a dinner on State Street in Harrisburg. Does that count? What's the street right across from the Capitol? I've That's eaten there. That's State Street. Third Street is right what across is from the Capitol. What, out? Al, Acorn Street, or it starts with an A. Right off the Capitol, you come down the steps, and it's right there. If you're down there. the steps, you're on 3rd Street. Okay. There's an alley there that has good restaurants. And there's State Street there. that runs parallel. If you walk straight down there and keep going straight, you will cross 3rd Street and be on State Street. Okay. 1-800-795-9565. Do you want to read this? Let Not really. We've covered this a topic as okay. much as we can. All right. Okay, listen. If the if the president is having this big dinner tonight for Macron, mm-hmm. you know I don't have a problem with the state dinner, and and this is the first one he's had. I'll give him some slack on that, but don't you think it smacks of the, the menu smacks of um, elitism, elitism? Yeah, when the rest of us are having trouble at the grocery store uh, buying a half pound of hamburger because it's so darn expensive these days. Well, it does. It, it, it confirms elitism because everything else they do is elitist. I mean, the way that they're running the country, the way that there's just a few people that run it and they benefit from it and they're ruining the country and they ignore the will of the constitu- their constituents and, you know, obviously spend money that our, even our great-grandchildren don't have yet. And so they are uh, definitely, it's very elitist. It's very non-democratic, really, the way they run the country in Washington, D.C. What's the French motto? Liberty, fraternity, and what's the third Fidelity? word? Fidelity? I don't know. Oh, there's a Couldn't third word it. there that implies fraternity. Oh, Liberty, okay. fraternity. And something else, eternity. Brotherhood. Paternity. <laughs> no, not paternity. <laughs> but, you know, it, I don't think the French would mind if we scaled back on our, uh, you know, our dietary considerations for their visit. Well, that's true. I mean, that would certainly be okay, but th- that's the least of it. You know, of all the offenses they commit in Washington, D.C., that's <laughs> hardly the worst. I always remember when I was first married, I called my wife one night and I said, what's for dinner tonight? And she said, we're having surf and turf. I said, where'd you get lobster? She says, who's talking lobster? We're having fish sticks and cube sticks. <laughs> okay, there you go. Fish <laughs> so <sticks>. that's... <laughs> I like fish sticks. Well, I mean, that's, you know, that would be fine for the French. Gortons. Gortons. They, do they have lobster or crabs or lobster sticks? Do they still have the fishermen on the cover with the yeah, yellow the Groten, slicker on? Groton fishermen, yes, yeah. they, they do. They still okay. have it there. However, they've dropped the Native American from the Land O'Lakes butter box. Oh, I well, find yeah, that, that's part of the... 
find that to be quite disconcerting. <laughs> you, I, oh, what's what's on the syrup container anymore? They dropped uh, Miss. Well, Mrs. Aunt Butter. Jemima. Yeah, they dropped her. But Mrs. Butterworth, who apparently was white, mm-hmm. is still a rather plump woman, and the bottle is built like her. If you've ever seen Mrs. Butterworth syrup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know who's on Aunt Jemima. Do they even still have Aunt Jemima? I don't that know. One up? I don't know. I believe that was a big controversy. It was intended to honor the woman. Right, because she, was, she was a real character, a real cook, and right. th- we went through all this when they got rid of her. <laughs> she got fired <laughs> after well, thirty. They, sh- they changed her appearance. Uh, Pearl Pearl Milling is a company formerly known as Aunt Jemima. Uh, yeah, they have. Uh, I know Betty Crocker's lost some weight over the years. They've taken her off the box, apparently. <laughs> Oh, no, there she is. There's a picture of her. So, no, maybe they still do show a picture of her. But some of them... Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima, yeah. Okay. She has a new name. I forget what they called her. Aunt Jemima. J-E-M-I-M-A. Jemima. No. Mm. She's a very younger-looking woman now, and she's lost considerable weight. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she (laughs) let go of a few pounds. Lost considerable weight, yep. Well, good for her. She must be working out at the gym every day. She's working out. You know, but this this advertising thing bothers me to a certain extent because, you know, taking products, names off products, faces off products, what does it prove? Well, I think you're trying to be respectful to everybody if you can. I I think the bottom line is they want to sell more syrup. So if somebody gets offended by an image that's on your syrup, I think they probably think, well, maybe we can make uh, $2 extra if we sell to absolutely everybody. And maybe part of it is to be respectful to other people, Well, I wonder if Mrs. Butterworth loses weight, will they cut down the amount of syrup in her bottle? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Uh, what, what do they call it? Shrinkflation. Shrinkflation. Right. Yep. They don't raise the price. They lower the amount of volume that's in the container. It's like the bag of potato chips. You spend, I, I saw, bought a bag of potato chips the other day. It said party size. Mm-hmm. You open it up, and it's like pa- the party must be air, air-driven because there's that's mostly <laughs> what's in the bag. party. And, of course, they always tell you product is sold not by volume but by weight. Okay. Less weight. Less weight, less potato chips. Right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.com, and you can text us at 70236. I'm surprised you didn't go through the mouse to read this. I'm sorry. Enough of the Mark Hour of Power. Last year I suggested you gong people for violating the Bible rule <laughs> you impose upon your callers. The next day you did. Bring the gong back. It says, no, Yahweh Thursday. It's a no, no Yahweh, Yahweh Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, we have a ding. We have a bell that is like between boxing matches. I don't think we have a gong. Maybe a siren. You know, something that would just grab their attention. I, know. I heard the lie detector go off yesterday when uh, John Gordner said he would miss you and I. Yeah, right. <laughs> he might miss you, but he's not going to miss me. Irritating wow. emails and calls. Uh, John's a great guy. I'm sure he w- meant it when he said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, upon mature reflection, however, he may <laughs> yeah. have changed his he mind. Back and re- rethink that. So it's uh, it's amazing to me how fast everybody uh, jumped into the ring. Now I understand there's somebody already considering a run for Linda's seat. Should she be elected? Okay. Probably more than one. Okay. Well, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, an open seat around here in the state house is a rare thing because people, of course, the Republicans love to keep their folks in there. Uh, when Russ Fairchild retired, that was, of course, opened up the seat, but there have been some other openings over the years. Well, Fred Keller took that seat, and now Dave Rowe has mm-hmm. it. And, of course, Merle Phillips had his seat and, and really wanted Linda to run, and she did. 
and now um, she will be maybe moving on to the Senate. I wonder where Fred Keller will pop up. Maybe he'll run for state Senate. Is he in the 27th district? Yes, he is. Okay. But I, I don't think I think he's ruled that out. Um, okay. I haven't spoken directly to Fred about it, <laughs> but I've heard that he doesn't want to be somebody perceived as just going from one job to the next. So I think he's planning on taking some time <laughs> off after this. Unless done. it's from state house to Congress. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, but still now, I mean, through no fault of his own, he doesn't have his job anymore. I mean, that was the decision of the court and mm-hmm. they gerrymandered, gerrymandered districts they created to carve out a Democratic majority in the state house, which worked. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. 1-800-795-9565. Or they created fair districts, and that made them fairer. But you know what's You'd have fascinating? To look at it. They're actually going to be 99 Democrats and 100 Republicans, uh, and 101 Republicans, I guess it is, uh, at some point here before, In before it winds up eventually being 102 Democrats to 101 Republicans. Well, if it gets to that, you know. Well, it, it will. I mean, there, there, there's a chance the Republicans could pick up one seat, and it might, might remain right. a tie. If you don't, if you don't think a Democrat can get elected in a Republican district, we'll have Chris Carney call in. Well, no, but this is a different thing. This is a Republican being elected in a Democratic district. That doesn't happen all that often. Okay. So it should be very interesting to see how this all plays out. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We will be right back. Hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. Mm. out of auto repair. Thanks for waiting. Thanks for calling in. From Berwick. Yes, uh, hello. Uh, the reason I was calling, uh, uh, there had been recent discussion about this uh, Respect for Marriage Act uh, earlier this week. And uh, I would suggest that people want to know uh, more about why that should be opposed. They could check with the uh, Heritage Foundation. There's an article there, and also uh, Liberty Council uh, uh, organization discusses the legal ramifications as well. And a couple of the reasons that there are problems is that it's going to open up for Christian organizations that there will be a lot of lawsuits and uh, in the in the future uh for on discrimination and uh, you know uh trying to put them out of business they'll go at, they'll go after different ones and um also in marriage uh the laws of marriage in the states are are different and this bill says you have to accept the other states and so forth um uh, uh, California has no rule for uh, age limits and so there there's a great concern there that uh, people are marrying child brides and so forth out in California, and then they want to bring them back to other states and so forth. Uh, and so uh, that's part of the uh, uh, concern 
as well. So uh, 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 I wrote to Dan Muser myself um, to try to encourage him to do what he can to try to stop this in the in the uh, House. Um, Senator Lee, Senator Langford, and Senator Rubio had tried to make amendments uh, to improve this, but they were all re- rejected um, in the Senate. So it, it's it's up to the House, but uh, very likely uh, various religious organizations are um, going to end up having a lot of problems has, with this the in the future. Yes, go ahead. I thought it passed the House. It has to go back there. Though. No, it, it passed the Senate, passed but the I, Senate. It, okay. they, it had to go back to the House. Okay. All right. Well, as I, under- the- as I understand it, the law only requires that the marriage be honored if it was legal in the state at the time of the wedding. So, in other words, it wouldn't. Uh, and I don't know. California has an age limit on weddings. I mean, you can't. You can't. No, no. They. They. From what I'm reading in Liberty Council, they do not have an age limit on weddings. And so this, uh, we're not, not. We're not. That's not the same sex marriage. That's talking about. Uh, any marriage, any marriage, that California does not have a limit on age, and therefore causes a problems for other states that are against uh, these uh, child bride type situations. Hmm. Uh, that that's discussed in Liberty Liberty uh, Council. That's one of their uh, objections. Okay, uh, here's the answer. California law requires a person under 18 years of age to obtain consent from at least one parent or guardian and permission in the form of a court order. Granting permission for a minor to marry or establish a domestic partnership is entirely within the discretion of the court. So it's not an automatic. Okay. (coughs) Never mind. Apparently Liberty is giving you a blowing some smoke at you. Never mind. (laughs) Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, tell Congressman uh, Muser you were mistaken. Well, no. Right. So Liberty is. Uh, he, he's just repeating what he read. Right. Yes. Uh, at any rate, uh, uh, I did want to uh, mention also while I'm talking to you that uh, back after the election, I appreciate when you had Charlie Giroux on and you had uh, Jeffrey Lord on. Uh, I thought that was uh, <laughs> uh, in- interesting con- contributions. I appreciate it. And when you're talking about matters in Pennsylvania, I would like to suggest maybe sometime you might have David Taylor on from the Mass, uh, Pennsylvania Manufacturers, or Rebecca Euler from the PA Motor Transportation, or uh, Steve on. Bloom from Commonwealth Foundation, or Loman Henry from the uh, right. Lincoln Radio Journal. Good. We got and, Thank you, sir. And, we got to hit the next call. Okay. Uh, thank you, uh, sir. Right. Yeah, Rebecca Euler's already been on, so but we can have her back. Super call. Uh, Dennis, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. Last caller of the day. Yes, good morning. I just, you know, I'm not going to preach scripture to you. By no means, I'm not going to fight religion, but to sit here sometimes as a Catholic and hear the church called the the great whore just cringes through my soul. I mean, I don't have to defend the church. The history of the church defends itself. But one thing I do want to, you know, say, what's that, Joe? Where that was gonna? me laughing, but anyway, it's... I, I think uh, he's thinking of the Inquisition. Well, well, yeah, the history of the church, the church is, all churches, is pretty spotty. Well, it is, but you can pick and choose what you want, but, you know, the facts <laughs> prove the, the charitableness from the beginning of the church to now. And I'm not going to argue that, or, you know, my point is, it's going back to what he's talking about, Scripture and Bible and stuff. The early Scriptures, the disciples wrote in Aramaic and Hebrew, 
The church took its time and translated them to Greek. Greek translated them to the Latin Vulgate before they were put in vernacular with the Gutenberg Bible. It wasn't until the year 97 in Carthage that they gathered to pull these writings in, and they eliminated many of them because they were false or they were, you know, they, they were copied from something else. And so, I mean, going back to this business of the Bible and Scripture, well, who produced the Bible for people? The first Bibles and stuff. That's why they called them chain Bibles, because they were handwritten, and they were chained in monasteries and stuff, because they were worth a lot of money, and, you know, they'd be stolen out of them. So he, calling the, the Catholic Church the great whore is just that irritates unbelievable. You know? <laughs> Especially you know? from a grace-filled man. That's funny. Well, well not, yeah. Who claims he's not? <laughs> but, All I right. mean, hysterically, hysterically, yeah, historically, you know, even like when the, the King James Version first came out and the Catholic Church reviewed it, because it wasn't the Catholic Version, they found in 14,000 errors in the New Testament alone. And a lot of them were simple things like prepositions, if and but and to. But still, it changed the whole meaning of what they originally wrote. So I just wanted to get that out there. Right. If you weren't for originally the Catholic Church producing what they'd known as the Bible earlier, who else would have it? You know, St. <clears throat> Peter converted 30,000 Jews to uh, Christianity before one word of the Bible was ever written and produced. So, you know, how did he do that other than preaching the word as was asked and by breaking of the bread, which is, of course, today we call Mass, you know. So I just wanted to get that out there. Sometimes it's just incredible. <clears throat> I would never put another religion down, but... I wouldn't either, but apparently some people believe very strongly that the Catholic Church is a detestable organization. <laughs> Joseph yeah. appears to be one of them, so... <laughs> yeah, and, and they're entitled to that opinion, but it's still sometimes no one else calls and encounters these points, and I think I cringe when I hear it, so... <laughs> oh, he gets countered. All right, yeah, thank yeah. you so much, Dennis. Thanks thank for you, calling Dennis. in. Appreciate your call. On the topic of the evolving Aunt Jemima, one listener says the syrup packaging was racist. The original lady became rich and enjoyed promoting the products. I guess she was racist. Okay. Don't forget, we're paying for all those lobsters at the White House. And another I'm listener going down, says, knock on the door tonight, see if I can get a doggy bag. One of our listeners says, I'll eat all the lobster you give me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. All right, we got uh, the Chamber of Commerce tomorrow, Financial Friday, unemployment numbers. This is WKOK Sunbury.